0: The story of Good Friday is not so much the story of how bad people crucified Jesus. The real story here is how good people let it happen. How good people raised little or no objection. And, of course, the real culprit here is fear. They were afraid, as I'm sure I would have been also. I've been teaching a Lenten course here at uh, All Saints for the last few weeks, and in preparation for my last class, I read Dr. Massey Shepard's commentary on the crucifixion. Dr. Shepard points out a rather startling fact that not a single apostle was present at the trial and crucifixion of Jesus. Not a single apostle. I don't know why that had escaped me somehow. I knew, of course, that Peter had denied Jesus and was nowhere to be found. I knew, of course, that Judas, one of the other apostles, had killed himself. But I found it difficult to believe that none of the others were there. So I went back to the Bible and I reread the story of the crucifixion. I searched to see if I could find if perhaps Dr. Shepard had been wrong. I did find one possible exception in the Gospel of John, where the writer of the Gospel tells us that Mary and a few other women and, he said, the disciple that Jesus loved were there. We don't know, perhaps, the disciple that Jesus loved Was one of the apostles, but it it doesn't say so. But even if the, the, the disciple that Jesus loved was an apostle, and he was at the foot of the cross with Jesus, that still leaves all of the other apostles who were not to be found. As I began to let this shocking thought sink in, it began to occur to me that for Milton Murray, this was actually good news. If God's love is so great and his forgiveness so abundant that he could take those timid and fearful apostles, and love them and forgive them and send them on their way, how much more can he love and forgive and use me as one of his servants? Perhaps that's why we call today Good Friday. But what I really want to talk to you about this afternoon is this. Among Jesus' last words spoken from the cross was his plea to his mother and the others with her at the cross. He told them that he was thirsty. He needed a drink of water. He was asking them for help. We can hardly imagine how desperately they wanted to help him. But then, if you read just a little bit further in John's Gospel, you will find these words, and they are the heart of what I want to say. John records these words. A jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. There, somewhere near the foot of the cross, mysteriously was this jar. Full of sour wine. It was standing there. How did it get there? Who did it? Who did it belong to? We don't know. Though they wanted to help, there seemed to be no way to help. But then they found this jar of sour wine. It was all they had, and they gave it to their dear friend. Times have a way of coming along in our lives when we too desperately want to help someone we love, sometimes there seems to be nothing we can do. But then this event today teaches us that if we are attentive to the Spirit, God always shows us a way to help a jar full of sour wine is always standing there. So this afternoon, if there's someone in your life that needs your help and there seems to be nothing you are able to do, be attentive to the Spirit And trust God that he will always show you a way.